Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology and Happy New Year, everyone. Um, let's see. Hold on. What am I supposed to do? Okay. Uh, this is episode 17. So that is Nung Song Sao Si Ha Hok Jet Bet Gao Sip Sip Et Sip Song Sip Si Sip Ha Sip Hok Sip Jet. Yep, subject. That is 17 in Thai. I do my, so if you guys are new to me, I usually do like my counting in Thai on this podcast to remember Thai, to brush up on Thai. I am half Thai, so my mom is from Bangkok, Thailand. So if you guys are like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? That's what I'm doing, guys. And then also, see, uh, 17. That is how you say 17 in Spanish. Yes. And I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys or chatted with y'all in quite some time. Uh, we took a little breaky break. It was just, uh, you know, the holidays. Um, usually my partner goes on hiatus from work. And so we wanted to just, you know, we did like a last minute decision and then we just kind of like got away for a little bit and we ended up going to Puerto Rico. So that was really, really fun. Um, now, if you guys are like wondering, like how, like, why are you traveling right now? Or like how did that, how that went about? Um, so in order to go to Puerto Rico, uh, there was like major like things you need to kind of do before you can even like get in the, in, on the island. Um, we did decide, we, like one of them was like, you had to like obviously test negative for COVID. Um, and they wanted you to do that 72, 72 hours prior um, to landing on the island. So I went and saw, I saw my doctor friend, got us tested, um, both good to go, negative, antibodies, all that, all that, all that. We are not putting others in danger and we're not putting ourselves in danger in that sense. So, because um, we both were good to go and um, yeah, we just wanted to get away. It was like a last minute decision. Uh, we were trying to wondering like, where can we go? Like, what, what can we do? Um, Mexico was always an option, but you know, Mexico is, well, my other friends went to Mexico and we were just wanting some sun, we want some beach and just some seclusion. Um, and Puerto Rico was just like the perfect place to go because uh, it was super chill. Uh, we did stay in San Juan, even though my partner has family that we went to visit out there as well. Kind of also handled some like family business with his family on that end too, um, which was great because he, he and me have both never been to Puerto Rico and he's Puerto Rican. So uh, it was really, really nice. So we got to spend, you know, some time. We caught up with the family. Um, and I learned a lot of really, really interesting stuff about Puerto Rico. Like just like, just basically how like the government just shits all over them and how like, it's not fair to Puerto Ricans and how they're in Commonwealth and they just don't like, they're just clearly not respected when it comes to the government. Like they are not given the respect that they deserve. Um, one thing is like, I learned that they can't even like, like they, like they used to have like a lot of like manufacturers on the Island, like, you know, um, uh, making like goods like like coffee. There's still some coffee, but there's just like there used to be like a like a bunch of it. There used to be like people like manufacturers making like purses and clothes and um, just all sorts of good stuff. And then the government basically just made that super expensive. They like became like where they basically just started doing outsourcing to like China, whatever you know that whole deal. But it's just really really fascinating because I basically learned that like. I don't know, it was like around like 80 or 80 or 90% of like 80 or 90% of the food like doesn't even come from the island. It's like they export or import all their food and sources from like other other parts of the world and it's just like really sad. Like other parts like they get their food from like parts of like Nicaragua and like the Central American, you know, cuz it's an island, so it's um, closer to those places than the states. So 
it was just fascinating. Um, I'm going to have someone that knows what they're talking about and it is Puerto Rican and has history and, and um, is really super passionate about um, Puerto Rico. That's, I'm going to have somebody on to talk about that because it's actually really quite interesting. Um, my partner's like super like motivated. He wants to like make a documentary or a movie about it. And like his family's from Lares and um, they were like the small town that actually what they actually had from what I, from what I learned and don't, you know, come for me if I'm completely wrong. Like I said, I'm not Puerto Rican. Um, they like were the city to like have like, like a revolution there and they were free for like one day or something like that. And so like that city's like super proud and, um, yeah, the, but that's why Puerto Rican people are just super, super proud and really loud and really like rambunctious and passionate. And that's why I fucking love them. Like my partner's Puerto Rican, my best friend's Puerto Rican. So I just, I really love, I really loved it. It was really beautiful. The weather was perfect. Um, there were cats everywhere, which made my cat lady side happy. <laughs> uh, we went to like the, the beach and, uh, we were walking in the beach and there's like these kitty cats like everywhere on the beach and like mad cats, like mad cats. And then um, there was this man that like we saw came and he was like feeding all the cats. And that made my heart just like, oh, because like the cats like knew him and like ran up to him and were like schnoodling him and giving him kisses. And he was, you know, he was petting them. I was like, oh, you could just tell that old man goes there like every day to feed them. It was really, really cute. So I can totally see my ass, you know like retiring and like going to Puerto Rico and like feeding cats. So um, it was really, really cute. Um, uh, let's see more about the restrictions in Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, they, so they did go on this like semi lockdown when we were there just to kind of keep like um, travelers to a minimal, to a minimum and whatever. And, uh, and to also control the spread of COVID or whatever have you. Um, you know, masks were required everywhere. Um, they actually take, they, they were actually way more, um, strict on like COVID restrictions and stuff like that than here in the States. Like when we got there, like they were, they had people checking. Cause like you had to like send in your documentation and send in your proof that you were um, testing, uh, testing negative for COVID before you can even leave the airport. Um, and then if you didn't, you had to quarantine yourself for 14 days. Um, but we were good to go. So that was no issue there. But everywhere you walked, you know, outside, everywhere, people were wearing masks, everywhere. So even on the beach, people were wearing masks. Um, you know, the beach, like, was super, super chill. Like, they were, some parts, some beaches were, like, being more mandated and more controlled. Like, they were actually making people, like, leave and stuff like that. Um, the one beach we went to was super empty. And, like, literally, there was, like, a couple people. And we were, like, totally by ourselves. And so we just basically just, like, laid out. And just, like, you know, that's when we actually took our mask off and just laid on the beach. So that was really, really nice. And it wasn't crowded. So there were, though, like, um, what was it? Since it was like, I guess there was like a, there was like a new governor sworn in to Puerto Rico and we were staying in like the old San Juan and there was like, I guess like a little festival outside that there were mad people there. I was like, all right guys, there's a lot of people here. So, um, that was the only time where I felt like there was like an influx of like a lot of people together, but everybody, for the most part, everyone was wearing masks. So I felt super safe in that sense. Um, the weather was beautiful. It was just like Wintertime in Puerto Rico is like the perfect fucking weather. I mean, just like 75 to 80 every day. And at night it was like low was like 65 and like breezy, but like comfortable and beautiful. You could still have no coat on and just be really, really like comfortable. So yeah, New Year's was cute. 
Um, but it was quite like dead in the downtown area most days. It was just really secluded, really quiet. Um, Sunday, the day we left, it was like, oh my God, guys. So we left um, Sunday and then basically like it was like where they locked down everything. And so like no, no places, like there were no places to eat that were open. Like nothing was basically open. Like, and it was like, oh, it was, this is kind of some bullshit, honestly. So like basically they, the government made all of like the mom and pop stores basically like shut down. So they like had to go on lockdown. Right. And like, I guess if they were open, like they were going to get in trouble, like the cops were going to like find them or something. But guess what the fuck was open? Like there was like, there's mad chains. Like there's mad, like restaurant chains in Puerto Rico, like Taco Bell, Popeye's, Burger King's, McDonald's, you name it. There's fucking so many of them. And all them hoes were open. All of them. So we were just kind of like, this is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like the government forces, like the Puerto Rican people, like the small mom and pop stores to like shut down and not make any money. And then they let all the like big corporate companies make money. So I thought that was kind of fucked up. Um, But it was like the ghetto because like we literally like couldn't, like thank God we like went to the grocery store the day before and like cooked did breakfast and everything like that. Had a big breakfast because we kind of like knew because like, you know, my partner's family like, told us like tomorrow's Sunday, they're going to like lock this bitch down. So just keep that in mind. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, and then basically, uh, yeah. So basically we cooked, cooked a big breakfast. So we were good. And then, but then by the time we had to get on the airport, we were like, we were trying to find a place to eat and it was like nearly impossible. Like, and it, like I said, chains were open, but like, no, we didn't want, you know, we didn't want to like resort to going to like Taco Bell or some shit, you know? So we were trying to see if there was any like mom and pop stores were open. None. So at this time we had to drop off the rental, get our ass on the airport. We're like, you know what? We'll just, we'll just, you know, see if there's food at the airport. You know, usually there's something open at the airport, you know, we'll just grab a snack or whatever. Cause the flight was like almost five hours to get back home. So we go there and like, literally like we go past, you know, TSA or, uh, whatever like we, we went past you know got to our gate and the only thing that was open was a motherfucking Domino's and a motherfucking Starbucks and we were just kind of like the lines for these hoes like the lines to, to get a motherfucking pizza or to get a coffee and some food or whatever was ridiculous like super ridiculous because you could tell we all kind of were in the same boat right all of us had to get on this flight there was no places really to eat and then we all kind of had the same thought, like, okay, we'll just grab something in the airport, but there's only two fucking places open. And so we were like, fuck, you know? And like, literally we haven't eaten since the morning. So we're like, we need to eat. Like we need to get something in our system. This is a long flight, you know? Um, so yeah, we actually, like, like, we like split up. Like I got in one line, he got in the other line. Whoever was like gonna get to the end was gonna get some food, you know? And then Starbucks, of course, was like, nah, we ain't cooking nothing. The oven's off. Good luck to you, honey. You know, here's some motherfucking coffee. I ordered it, like I ordered an order. It was all wrong. I didn't, I wasn't even mad because the people were mad flustered and mad, you know, just like kind of like, you know, they were just taken aback. They didn't realize how fucking much serve, like how many people were going to come and like be like, eh, at them. So I wasn't even mad. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'm going to drink it. So it's cool. You know what I mean? Um, and then the Domino's line was just like super long. And then like you guys like, okay, this is maybe just because I have several family members in the restaurant and service industry. I was in the restaurant and service industry for years. I 
I'm mindful of when I see like a mad rush going on. I'm not going to be that asshole that like orders like the heart, like a really difficult thing on the, on the menu. It takes super long. Like when I tell you it was mad chaos to get anything in your system, it was like, it was, it was like, we were like literally look like, and they were boarding. We were look at the boarding line and we were look at Domino's line. We we're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, please. Are we going to make it? Oh my God. Oh my God. And like, they they even had like Popeyes workers in there to help out the Domino's people. I was like, this is crazy, yo. So like we get up to the we get up to the fucking you know, we're about to like they're they're boarding. Like the whole flight is being boarded. I was like, we won't just wait cuz we need some fucking food, you know what I'm saying? Like we need to eat. So uh and then there was like this like these two chicks in front of me and they were like, "Can we get some like pasta?" I'm like, "Girl, they're like, no pasta. We just got this, this, this. And then mind you, like they have like a, you know, like the, the, the clear thing in the front. So you can see what they're, they're literally dishing out. Okay. Pizza. Boom, boom. boom. It's all right in front of you. And they show you, they're like, there's pizza, there's wings, there's this, there's, you know what I'm saying? That's all your options, you know? And I, I was just like, you guys, come on. You know what I'm saying? Just order whatever's right there and get on the fucking plane. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You see all these people here behind you. You see all these people trying to get something to eat in their system. Be mindful. Oh, it just fucking irritates the shit out of me. Like the fucking, like, I don't understand people's mindset. You know, I got up there. I was like, sir, two pepperoni pizzas done. Got out of line. That nigga gave me that shit. He like slid it to me underneath the fucking cash register and was like, here you go. And I got my ass out of line. Cause I was like, and he was like, I, thank you. He kind of gave me that look like, I appreciate you. Cause like, you know that this is some bullshit and you're not out here just being like, and then like there was mad people like, can I have some, like, can I have a bag? Can I have napkins? Can I have this? Can I have that? I wanted to slap everyone in that line and be like, you guys, do you see this mad rush of people trying to get food? Stop being an asshole. Be mindful of what's going on. Stop it. What do you need a fucking bag for? Shove that pizza in your fucking mouth and get on the plane. We got to go home. Okay, Lord, sorry. That's my petty peeve um, for for this segment. Oh, you know what? I got some more petty peeve. Okay, this is how God know. I this is how I know God's got a sense of humor. Okay, God has a motherfucking sense of humor, and this is why. So on the way to this, on the way to PR, we uh, we were lucky. That the, I mean, the flight was really super. Like it was like not f- full. It was not booked full. So. There were empty seats in the back. Like, it was just real chill. It was actually kind of perfect. You're like, cool. You know, there's like, you don't got to be all like, you know, neck and neck with people. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So, basically, we sat down in our, we had our assigned seats. We sat down. And then there was this guy. There was this dude. Big dude. Okay. He was sitting in the window. You know, me and my partner had the aisle in the middle. Right? He was sitting in the window. Dude was big, okay? So then, like, literally his leg and his arm is going to be touching you if you're in the middle seat, right? Not only that, we sat down just because, you know, I know, the, I know the drill, okay? Usually, on a, if the flight's not full and, the, and I see the back is, like, super empty, my ass is moving to the back, okay? Like, that's just the way it goes. I don't like to sit next to people. I basically like to space my ass out apart from everyone when I can. And the flight attendants are not, they don't give a shit. As long as you're nice and you ask nicely and you wait till everyone's boarded, that way everyone's in their assigned seats, you can move about the plane whenever, however you want. Uh, you know what I'm saying? As long as you're not causing a ruckus, like that's usually the rule with flying. I've, I've been on a million flights, okay? I've been to 34 countries. 
I know how this shit goes, right? So I wasn't even pressed, but then the dude, we were still sitting in the thing. Like, we, we, like people were not even done boarding. This nigga starts to snore so loud. And, he's, and it's one of those like, like one of those really loud, aggressive, like I just woke up and I feel like I'm di- about to die snores. Like he would do that like every like couple minutes. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this is not about to be my flight. So cool. You know, everybody got on board, whatever. We're cool. And then I straight up was like, hey, yo, like I went to the you know, flight attendant and was like, yo, can we, can we sit right here? Like, yeah, like it's not a full flight, right? They're like, yeah, you should be fine. You can sit right there. I'm like, cool. I was like, hey, I told my partner, let's go back here. Let's chill. Okay, cool. We had a road to ourselves. Super chill. It was still uncomfortable. We flown. We, we flew Frontier. Fuck Frontier, by the way, because they nickel and dime your ass for everything. They're like basically like a spirit. If you've ever flown spirit, they're basically like a spirit airlines, which i never knew because I didn't I never knew. F- I never flown Frontier before. Uh, now that I know I ain't flying it again because <laughs> like. Like, I like to book my flights on eDreams.com. Uh, eDreams is like a very, it's like the cheapest, like you can find the cheapest options. Uh, I ha- That's the site I use to book my flights. I haven't found another site that I like better than eDreams because eDreams will give you like the cheapest option. Uh, it might not be the best flight or the best uh, airline to fly, but it is the cheapest, right? But this is how they fuck with you, right? Because when we booked the flight through eDreams, it was the frontier, but then... It basically it said in there that it was like hand 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 uh, hand luggage of it, uh, is included in your flight, right? I you know not the check bags, whatever. It's fine. But then I, when I was actually like checking into the flight, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, if you got a backpack to bring on that bitch, you got to pay for that. You want to you want to sit next to your partner? Boom, you got to pay for that. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was so pissed. I was like, Ugh, Lord. So they nickel and dime the shit out of you. Ain't no you don't get no water on that flight. You can't even put the seats back. So it is literally like the cheap, it's the spirits. It's the, it's like spirit. It's really like super cheap. Like they don't give a fuck. They're just like, we're going to get you to A and B and that's it. Good luck to you. You ain't going to be comfortable. You ain't going to, you will be thirsty. So be prepared. You know, I've flown, I've flown many airlines like this one in the past. I was a backpacker. I backpacked all over the world. I know the tea. Your girl has water bottles on Deckington, always snacks. So your girl's good. But I, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's your first time flying and you don't know this shit, good luck to you, sweetie. So yeah. So we were good on the way there, right? Check. This is how God has a sense of humor, right? So like me and my partner, you know, we were like in line about to board the plane, you know, like laughing, da da da, da you know? And he was like telling me like, yeah, you know, like the flight wasn't that bad. Like, like even if we did sit by that guy, it wouldn't have been that bad. I was like, huh? yeah, right. That nigga was snoring. It would have been so fucking annoying. It would have been a frustrating ass flight. Tell me the fuck why we go to sit on our flight. We go in the fucking airplane to sit on our flight for our near five hour flight back home. Boom. We sitting next to the same nigga, big dude snoring. I'm sitting next to him, me. I was fucking livid. Not only that, it was really eerie. I was like, how the fuck does this happen? I was like, how, how we float? Like, like, it's like we had the same people too, that like we went to PR with fly back home. The same exact people. We were sitting next to that guy the snoring big dude. And we were sitting like the people, it was so strange. When we moved to the back in the first flight, 
we were sitting next to this like Asian couple. They were in front of us. Tell me why they were sitting in front of us again on the flight back. It was so eerie. Like I was like the chances of getting the exact same people on your flight there and back. Super eerie. I was like, Lord, I see you. You're funny. Thank you. And when I tell you that was the most uncomfortable flight I've been in in a long time. And I've been sleep. I've listen. I've flown next to screaming babies for four hours, screaming children, newborns. I've done it all. Let me tell you. And this nigga was irritating. I mean, his leg and arm was on in me, in my aisle, inside me the whole time. And then he was snoring abruptly. I'm telling you, one of those snores that is like, like, like that scares the shit out of you. He And then we hit like a patch of turbulence. That nigga woke up like we hit a, like, like the world was falling apart. Like, like we fell off the face of the fucking planet. Like he fucking got up and was like, like freaked out next to me. I mean, it was scary. Like it was turbulence. I hate turbulence. You know, I'm not one of those people, but then he just like woke up and was just like, where the fuck am I? And he's like, his arms were flailing. I was like, Lord, give me strength. Give me fucking strength. You know, super uncomfortable on the way back. I was like, you know what? This is what, this is what my ass gets for flying during a pandemic. This is what I get. This, and this is what I get for being, you know, like laughing about getting out of the the flight on the way there with this nigga snoring next to me. This is what I get. This is my karma. I get it. You're funny, Lord. So that was just a little something I wanted to share with you guys. Cause I was just like, this is like the fact that like, I I was like the, 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 the chances, like the, the, I just was, I was amazed that we were, we had the exact same people next to us. I was like, this is insane. So our luck sucked on that one, but we didn't have any issues. Like when we got to Puerto Rico, like it was great. Like, you know, we, our rental car was fine, you know, fine. Like we, you know, everything went smoothly in that sense, you know, um, God has just got a sense of humor. Like it was so, he has such a sense of humor. Like literally like me and my partner were having like an argument or whatever, but then like literally like I needed tweezers and then like out poops the like couch that we were sitting on out poops tweezers. Like the couch, like pooped out a pair of tweezers. I was like, what the fuck? I just said I needed tweezers. I like forgot my tweezers at home and like they like appeared. I was like, dude, I don't know. That's just been happening like a lot lately. And it's just like really funny to me. It's just like ironic. It's just like the universe manifesting things and just kind of like having a sense of humor. And like, honestly, like you can't get mad in those scenarios. You just kind of have to laugh it off. You know, I was super frustrated. I ended up switching, you know, switching seats with my partner in mid-flight just to kind of give my back a, and like my arm a break because like dude was big. He was on top of me. And I just like, I really have a pet peeve with people touching me. Like, I just don't like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is like, if you're a big person, like, tr- like be mindful, like, like hold, he didn't, he had no, he had zero fucks. Like, you know, he had had the arm, I gave him the armrest. I'm like, nigga, you can have it. I get it. Trust me. I get it have the armrest but nigga you don't have to have the armrest and have my seat too like your arm is in my seat Ugh. anyways i'm done with that so that's my petty p for that uh all in all puerto rico is a beautiful beautiful island please go to puerto rico 
Um, it does get a lot of devastation because of the hurricanes and, and they also get earthquakes. So it, it just shows the strength and the resilience of the Puerto Rican people because they are still out here and they're really strong and have so much power and they're like, they just like are super resilient people and they're just really like strong willed, you know? So I just had so much from a, a more of appreciation for my partner's family and like my partner's island. And like, it's just exciting because we were kind of handling some business with like the house that they have, like the family house. And so it's just going to be one of those fun things that we're going to have to get, we're going to get to go back and forth and like go to Puerto Rico a lot more. So I'm really excited because I really enjoyed it. Puerto Rico was definitely an Island. I can see myself continuing to go back and there's just so much to see. Like obviously because of COVID, like there was a lot of things that weren't open. Um, the one, uh, one huge thing I wanted to see was the rainforest there. It's called, um, Junque. El Junque, it's like Y-U-N-Q-U-E, El Junque, yeah, it's it's pronounced with like a J, even though it's a Y-U-N-Q-U-E, um, it's like a beautiful rainforest, and that was closed, you had to kind of like do reservations beforehand, but obviously no one did that, so we all kind of didn't get a chance to see it, we drove into the rainforest and looked around, we saw like a rain, we saw like a couple like waterfalls and things like that, it was really beautiful, so I'm really excited to go back and see like the rainforest properly, and like and like hike the trail and everything. Um, there was a trail that we were trying to hike that wasn't inside the rainforest, but like literally everybody that was parked that was doing the trail got a ticket. Like they were not trying to play. So we were like, damn, but it's cool. You know, it's just, you know, again, we're going to go back. It's going to be super, it's going to be dope because we're going to get to go back. And yeah, it's like super close. It's like not far from the United States. You know what I'm saying? The, the mainland, it is a part of, it's a Commonwealth obviously, but you know, it's like a four hour flight, four and a half hour flight, whatever. Um, to get there nonstop. So yeah, I'll definitely be going back soon. So yeah, that was my little trippy trip. Um, I hope everyone had a good new new year. That's kind of how I started the year. And I honestly, like last New Year's, um, me and my partner were in Bermuda. So that was really lovely. So it was just kind of like, it, it really made me happy that we were kind of still be able to like continue our, our um, tradition of like going, like starting the new year out with traveling. Cause that's really big. Like traveling is just so huge on my soul and like seeing like the planet and just exploring mother earth and just appreciating how fruitful she is and how amazing she is and what she gives us every single day. So I try to with, with every power of my being to go see her in every power of my being. So like, even though this year was, um, you know, there was a lot, it was a, it was a difficult year, but I feel like there was a lot of like abundance and like you, a lot of epiphanies and newness and reinventing and just rejuvenating yourself happened this year. And so even, even with everything that went down, we were still able to go and explore, um, Colorado and Arizona and, you know, it, 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 you know, the beginning, we started the year in Bermuda and then we ended the year in Puerto Rico. I was just really super blessed to still be able to do that. And yeah, really, really, really blessed. So I hope everyone else had a really good time, really happy and a Merry Christmas. This was the first year that my nieces, my little baby niece was like, is like old enough to really kind of like, know. like she's still young. She's like one and a half, you know what I mean? But she's still like, it was, it was cute because she's still, she's able to kind of like get excited and open gifts and stuff like that. So that was really sweet to see her like do all that. Plus we had my little cat Georgie for the first year too. And he was like super cute and like having my, my baby niece and my little cat Georgie together is like the cutest thing you'll ever see on your planet. So see, ever see on this planet, like so fucking cute. So 
I was just super blessed. I was just like appreciating everything that I have in my life and just, yeah, super thankful, super thankful. Um, this episode is a solo dolo episode, guys. Um, it's just me, but I kind of just wanted this to be like the, you know, like the wrapping up of the new year episode, just kind of chatting, updating. And um, I do have some sexy sustainability to talk about and some um, recycling of the news. So let's get into that. And then I want to just kind of, it'll it's going to go, we're going to go more deeply into kind of like how the this year has been for me and just like how appreciative I am of everything that happened this year. So why don't we get into sexy sustainability? Shall we? Oh, you know what? Should we take a break before that? I think I've been talking too much, been talking a lot. So yeah, let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. And we're back. All right, guys, it's time for sexy sustainability. Yay, my favorite segment, guys. I love sex sustainability because you know I mean I love sustainability. I love trying to save the planet and putting y'all onto some cute products and companies that are doing really great things for the planet, for Mother Earth. So one company that I want to shout out today that I love down and I use every time I travel is Yogo. That's Y-O-G-O. Yogo. So Yogo is a company that makes sustainable yoga mats, believe it or not. So they, they make these yoga mats that are really great for travel. They're like these traveling yoga mats that are fantastic. They are made out of recycled um, natural rubber. So they're super grippy. So it's great for yoga. If you're a yogi like me, you'll love this mat. It folds up into this cute little, like, uh, like it has a little handle on it and then it also folds up so I will put the link in the show notes so you guys can see it and yeah it's like super it's it's the only thing that I don't like is that it's super thin it's very thin so there's not much cushion but they are working on a product um that I see on their product on their website that um has a yoga mat that they're going to make that has a little bit more cushion. So that makes me super excited because I really love this company. And even better, with every yoga mat that you buy, they plant a food producing tree in Africa. So they say that in their, whenever you buy it. So they have it in their website. So it's really cute. Super cute. Um, again, it's called Yogo. I just posted on my social media, Kimbo underscore travel, which is my travel page on Instagram. Uh, of me doing yoga outside on the beach in Puerto Rico and it's on the yoga mat and I bring that whenever I go traveling even if like I'm going like trap like just you know here in Chicago like going to the beach or going to like the park I bring it really honestly everywhere to do yoga and it makes for just a great place to sit it's like you know we use it as like a to sit on at the beach and then I also do yoga so it's fantastic and it folds up it tra- it travels beautifully because it just folds up really really small and it has that little handle to carry. So yeah, so that is Yogo. Again, I'll put this in the show notes. It's called, it's the website's yogo.net. And yeah, sh- just great company because they're really all about sustainability. And if you like to yoga and you like to travel like me, it's a perfect product. So yeah, uh, you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that was sexy sustainability, guys. Um, I want to get into s- recycling of the news. <laughs> Talk about for a little bit. One thing was this trifling ass shit I saw on yahoonews.com. 
So I saw this the other day. It said a pharmacist sabotaged vaccines because he thought they were unsafe to use, police says. So like this fucking pharmacist from Wisconsin deliberately sabotaged more than 500 doses of COVID-19 vaccine. Isn't that nuts, guys? Like he tampered with the vials because he said this is um, on Yahoo News.com said uh, allegedly they, they told investigators he tampered with the vials because he believed that they were unsafe, according to the new details re- revealed Monday in court. He's a 46 year old uh, white white man for pharmacist. And yeah, he basically fucking th- th- these are the Moderno vaccines, too, by the way, that he fucked with. Um, yeah, he tam- he ta- he tampered with them. He basically let's see, does it say he said that um, a pharmacy technician discovered 57 vials of the Moder- Moderna vaccine outside outside the refrigerator where the vials were meant to be stored December 26. Each vial con- contains 10 doses the approximately, oh, and then, okay, 10 doses. And that's approximately 570 doses that were spoiled and a value of $11,000, please say. Holy shit, guys. Oh, that's fucked up, yo. That's really fucked up. So yeah, I wanted to kind of like talk about that. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but that is some bullshit. You know, regardless of what you guys think about what's going on with the pandemic and the vaccines it's like this still is not like i don't how the like the fact that you can like why would you do that you know what i'm saying like listen you know what i'm saying there's i'm I'm a conspiracy theorist my i believe in conspiracy theories myself but like at the same time it's like you're putting so many other people in danger like if that's their if they want to do like people have the right to do what they want to do okay if people want to get the vaccine kudos to you boo do what you gotta do you know what i'm saying like your girl's got antibodies and I've been testing myself to see how long I'll have my antibodies for. I'm not saying that I'm not going to get it. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm just saying that when I, when you have antibodies, you won't get the, you won't get the, you won't get COVID. So I'm good in that sense. And I don't want to, you know, put anybody else in danger and myself, but you know, when I don't have antibodies anymore, because they, you know, they're going to go away eventually. That's when I have to reassess and figure out if I'm going to take this vaccine or not. And then I will decide when that time comes, but you shouldn't have to, don't fucking try to, don't put other people's, don't put other people in danger. Like that's fucked up. And that's a lot of fucking money that he fucking like. So yeah, I guess he's going to jail. Let me see what they fucking say. I guess this nigga's going to jail for a while. Let's see. Yeah. The value drugs doesn't say. I mean, this is his mugshot that it's in the article. So yeah, he's got his mugshot there. And yeah, I'm trying to see if they say that he's what's, you know, for how long he's going to jail for. I don't know. I don't think they're very specific on that. I guess maybe, maybe it hasn't been decided yet on like, on like what, what's going to happen to him. Um, yeah. Fucked up shit. Crazy story. So I thought that was something to talk about for sexy sustainability. So yeah, that's that. Oh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, I did see that uh, according to, shout out to Chicago's NPR's news station, WBEZ. I love getting their emails. I get their emails like, I don't know, a few times a week. And they are really great because they just kind of give you the keynotes of like what's happening. Um, I really suggest signing up for their um, emails because they give you all the tea. They are the tea givers. So, um, so yeah, they sent the email and then they said that this is an email they sent me and it said that no Kenosha police officers will be charged in the shooting of Jacob Blake. 
uh, you guys, I mean, are you even shocked? But that's, this is just really sad because here, I'll read a little bit more into it. Um, it said, Blake was shot multiple times in the back as he walked away from officers towards the driver's side of the parked vehicle in, back in August. Um, and the shooting left Blake par- partially paralyzed. Um, a witness recording the shooting on a cell phone and the recording was posted on social media, sparking outrage and days of protest and unrest. And on the third night of unrest, um, oh, this is that story. Yep. Kyle Rittenhouse, that little motherfucker, uh, was captured on video shooting three people fatally, too fatally. He killed two people and he was 17. Uh, Rittenhouse pleaded not guilty to all seven charges against him. And this was in Wisconsin, guys. And I think this, from what I remember, um, Kyle Rittenhouse was not from Wisconsin. He was like from like Bufu, Bumblefuck, Illinois or some shit. Um, yeah. And so basically... Yeah, Kenosha's officials also say earlier that this week they're prepared to impose a curfew. Okay, whatever. Yeah, because people are going to be pissed. Yep, they're going to go. Yep, people are going to start to, you know, protest and who knows what's going to happen because this is some bullshit. Like, this is this is all like there was proof. There was like recordings. And this is that whole thing with Kyle Rittenhouse. You guys, I'm just, I'm tired. T.I. Red with all this shit when it comes to like, just like, the police department and how there's just like it's so corrupt ah i'm so fucking disappointed so there's that guys so update on jacob blake he is not getting justice done for him unfortunately i feel so bad but this is like this is this is such a problem and i don't know what's going to happen going forward but this is just an issue that just never stops and i just i'm just so fucking tired of it guys it's really really fucked up so um, my white allies, I, bleh, my white allies out there, you guys need to, y'all are the ones that need to do something about because they don't listen to us. They really don't. They don't respect black and brown people, people of color. They don't love us, and so this is just some bullshit. It's just a constant problem. I'm just tired. I'm just fucking ti ti red. So that was just an update with that. I just wanted to share with you guys. Um, on another note, Chicago does not have enough doses of COVID nineteen. Mayor Lightfoot says, so there's that. So even if you wanted to get some, can't, because I guess there's just a, you know, uh, I don't know, they don't have enough. So there's that. That's according to the same article um, for WBZ, Chicago's NPR station. Shout out to them. I love them so much. Um, what else does this say? Um, yeah, that was kind of like the main things. Oh my gosh. And then like, I just saw this. Um the, so Chicago, for my Chicago people, this is according to chicagotribune.com, Macy's is said to close the flagship, the flagship store in Michigan Avenue. So that's scary because that just means like more brick and mortar st- stores are just kind of shutting down. You guys, our economy's not doing well at all, at all. And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's not looking good. I mean, there's so many, I just, po- I mean... On my Facebook page for the podcast, I, I reposted like this article recently and it was like all the lists of like restaurants that shut down in, in Chicago. Super sad. A lot of really great restaurants that I patronized all the time. So it was just really sad. And then on top of that, seeing these big companies like Macy's close their major brick and mortar stores, like that's not good. So keep a lookout if you guys own stocks and things like that. Just keep a watch out. Um... I really do think that we're going to hit a, re- I, I mean, it's supposed to be like a fact that it's like, it's going to happen. Another recession is going to happen in like the next two years or so. Wh- whenever I listen to like my stock 
podcasts or people that know what they're talking about, they're always saying like, just keep a lookout. It's going to happen. It's coming. It's coming. Like this, this recession's coming. And I was like, Oh God, it's just so fucking sad. So yeah. Um, that's really, really suck. It really sucks. So I'm just like, fuck. Uh, on another note, did y'all get y'all $600? Did y'all get y'all $600? I just saw, I just got my 600 bucks. Um, yeah, thanks. But it's, I mean, it's already spent. So uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, I had tweeted about it. I was like, you guys just give me my 600 bucks. Cause it's our, I already spent it. So I need to pay off my credit card. So yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, what can that really do? You know, most people's rents are like, that's not even gonna cover the rent. So, uh, but I guess that's whatever we, that's, that's all we can expect from our government. Thanks a lot, America. Thanks a lot. You know, United States government, you really care about us. Thanks for the 600 bucks. Um, don't hold your breath on that $2,000. Cause I really don't think we're going to get it guys. Just give it up. I, I'm not even holding my breath. Like, thanks for the 600 bucks. I'm going to keep that and I'm going to pay off my credit card. Appreciate it. Thanks. But, um, there's all this talk about, oh, and then like the Trump saying like, I'm going to fight to give you guys $2,000. Like, do you really think that nigga gives a shit about us in this account? Like, do you really think he's, he actually cares about giving the American people more money? No, no. He just gives a fuck about like his name. Like he wants to go out of the office like in people's people thinking like, oh, Trump really cares about us. He wanted to get us $2,000 before he left the office. Like, no, because that nigga still is trying to like say he's going to run in 2024, which Lord, I swear to God, if that nigga wins the presidency, I'm going to use my Thai passport and leave this country because that's craziness. I can't, we cannot handle him again for another four years. So Let's do everything we possibly can. Hey, the Biden administration, I really hope and pray they do a good job because we cannot have this nigga be our president again. We just cannot, cannot. Fuck President Cheeto. I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't, I can't take him anymore. Get out. Um, so yeah, I don't care, you know, hate me if you want, but he don't care about us guys. He, he, that whole, two, that, oh, he wants to get us $2,000. That was just for him. That's all of it's just a ploy to like make him look better. Everything is always about to make him look better. So he like, I'm so fucking tired of him. It just makes me so tired. But anyways, um, yeah, just give it up guys. I don't think we're getting $2,000 and yeah, I never had my heart set on. I, to be honest, I never even had my heart set on this $600. I really didn't because Lord knows that this government doesn't give a shit about us. So, um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I think I'm talking, I think I'm, I think I'm done talking about the shitty news of that. So yeah, that's done. We're done with the recycling of the news. So let's just move it right on along. Um, so yeah, I really, for the next segment, guys, uh, I wanted to kind of discuss more about this year. Um, shout out to the Friend Zone podcast. Uh, shout out to Fran. Uh, if you guys listen to the Friend Zone, um, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you don't listen, they're the best. They're one of the best podcasts out there. Um they Fran when when they did their New Year's like wrapping up um episode Fran left and she basically asked questions for you to like kind of ask yourself and just to kind of like write them down and kind of reassess and think about it for yourself for the year for the new year um I had every intention of doing this this episode earlier but like I said guys I'm sorry your girl just couldn't get her act together um 
in Puerto Rico. I was supposed to record this episode when we were there. Um, didn't happen though. So I'm swawi. Um, yeah. So yeah, basically I wanted to do this earlier, but it's still, I mean, shit, it's still the beginning of the year, so we can still talk about it. Um, so she asked, um, a few questions and I wanted to answer the, uh, the friend zone pod on my podcast. Shout out to y'all guys. And also have you, if you guys don't listen to the podcast, then you guys can also just take this off for mine. So, and kind of like think about it for yourself. Cause I mean, I know everyone here, I, I'm pretty sure everyone kind of is in the same ballpark where they feel like, man, this was a heavy year, whether they had a really great year and they had some really big things happen. Like they had their, they, they, you know, had a major life change or they got a new job, had a baby, pregnancy, engagements, you know, anything huge that happened to you, you know, um, you can still reassess and just think about this. Cause I know that we want to go into 2021 with a positive attitude. I know, you know, COVID-19, this panoramic, this pandemic is not going nowhere. Let's just be real. So we just got to keep hope alive and keep trucking, keep on trucking. Wow. Who, God, who, how old am I? Who fucking says that? No one says that, Kim. Wow. Anyways, um, we just got to keep going and just try to stay positive and just keep a good head on our shoulders. We got to manifest good things, guys. Manifest good things. So some of the questions she asked this year, and I kind of wanted to talk about it today was the first question is what's the most challenging thing you learned about yourself this year? Hmm. Um, you guys, I haven't even planned these questions out. Like I usually like, I'm like very like organized and I like write down a question. I'm like, okay, let me, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to answer it this way, but this is all straight off the dome. Cause again, Kim Kimbo did not work during the, um, during the little breaky break in PR. So I'm just going to pull this off the dome. So the question again was, What's the most challenging thing you learned about yourself this year? Okay. The most challenging thing I learned about myself this year. I, I definitely still have to work on like letting go and let, and letting, letting things lie. Like I feel like, and I still hold on to like, I'm a Taurus. I'm a staunch Taurus. Like I'm, but I also have a Gemini moon and I'm Gemini rising. If you guys know your birth chart, um, so I have a lot of Gemini qu- uh, qualities, characteristics as well, but my son is a Taurus. So I'm a very stubborn bull. I'm very prideful. So I tend to, I get really like, it's hard for me to take criticism. It's really hard. I also, I don't really do well with rejection and um, I pine over things. Like I hold on to things, especially if things upset me really, really a lot. Like I'll hold on to them. And it's like, I'm still trying to learn how to let things go. And like, I'm slowly starting to see, you know, this year uh, was a lot for me this year. You know, obviously there was just, this is a, a lot for everybody this year. You know, there were a lot of major changes, you know, you know, and I did the way that my life is going. It's like, it's all for the best, you know, and I know that, but like, I'm also a staunch Taurus where I don't do well with change right away because we are very comfortable people. Like Tauruses like comfort. We like, we, which is a problem that I always wanted to make sure I, I didn't have all the time. Like part of the reason I started backpacking and traveling the world is because I really hated the fact that I couldn't sleep. I couldn't go to sleep without my bed. Like I needed to be in my own bed to go to sleep with, or I was not comfortable. So I wanted to change that about myself. So that's why I forced myself to live out of a backpack for three months and travel and sleep on couches and floors and whatever I could. So I could get that off me, you know? 
So going forward, you know, it's just something that I'm still challenging. It's still something I'm dealing with. I'm 31 years old. I'm still trying to deal with the whole, you know, when things change or when I'm in a routine and and things change majorly, how I'm taking that change and how I need to go forward and I need to let things lie and let things go. And I have to trust that the universe and that God has my back and that I might not understand how things are going at the time, but in due time I will. And I'm starting to see that now. Like it took me a few months after the pandemic hit, you know, not a few months. No, it took me like months after the (laughs) pandemic hit, like literally like kind of like, I don't know, like after I started this podcast, you know, like, you know, a few months after I started this podcast, that's to start to feel like I'm on the right path. This is what I'm supposed to do and feeling good about it, feeling positive about it. So uh, yeah, it, it was, it was challenging. So like I did learn that, about that. My, so that was the most challenging thing I think I learned about myself this year. So, so what's the most challenging thing you guys learned about yourself? Huh? Tell me about it. Slide in my DMS. I want to know, let a girl know. Um, what's okay. So the next question is what pleasantly surprised you? Fuck. I mean, I guess I was just super, I was just, Oh, I know. Like, I was pleasantly surprised at when the pandemic hit, how, how close it brought me and my, my, my group of friends together. Like I was able to be more transparent and my family too, like with my sister-in-law and like with my, like I have a close knit friends of like, and they were all, they're all like Latino and Latina, like they're all of Latin culture. And like some things when it came to racism, like I couldn't really feel um, comfortable with saying things to them. Cause I just also didn't feel like they knew kind of where I was coming from. Cause I was, you know, me being a black woman in America. Um, yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised with the camaraderie and like how we all kind of came together and we were like supporting each other. We like formed a group chat and it was just one of those things like we checked in on each other. Like, Hey, how you doing today? Hey, are you doing good? Like, like when the pandemic was like full blown, we couldn't leave the crib. We all like reached out to each other. We, we did like the whole drive-bys for our birthdays. It was beautiful, guys. It was really beautiful. And I was like, I felt really special. I felt like our friendships really gotten, got closer because of it. And that really pleasantly surprised me, honestly. Um, another thing was me and my partner were doing great. And we bonded and we got even closer. I mean, we moved in together. We have a cat son. Like that really pleasantly surprised me as well because... Yeah, I feel like during this pandemic, it's either like it's either going to make or break your relationship, right? <laughs> you know, um, and then it pleasantly surprised me that I heard a lot of people found love, you know, during this pandemic. So that just made me super happy. It just mean that the collective mind and the universe was such like we all kind of just wanted to get rid of the bullshit and just be vulnerable with each other and be open and just love on each other. So that made me really happy. Um, so, yeah, that kind of that pleasantly surprised me this year um, or surprised me, surprised me. Yeah, whatever. Um, knowing those things about yourself now that those truths are in your awareness. Um, I mean, I'm just like super, super grateful and just very blessed. I feel very blessed. I feel very loved. I feel very, I honestly feel like a lot of the negativity, a lot of the negativity that was surrounding my life before pre pandemic, I feel like a lot of that has just kind of like melted away in a sense um and it's showing it's it's actually opened my eyes to a lot of the bullshit that I was dealing with before um and how it kind of held me back honestly it really held me back like in me flourishing myself as a person 
And as a brand, um, I started the podcast because of this pandemic. Like this year was huge, you know, and like, you know, and I'm doing this because I enjoy it. First of all, like, I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't do this if I didn't really enjoy it myself. Um, but I want to, I want to like have authenticity. I want to show the world. I want to be authentic. Like I, I think that going forward in the, you know, after this pandemic, it's like people are tired of the bullshit, right? People don't want to fucking fake it. And that's what I was tired of. I was so tired of the bullshit and like faking things to put a smile on other people's faces. And like, yeah, like I'm 31, like I'll be 32 in May. Like, I'm just like, I always was told like from like when I was in my early twenties or, you know, like once you hit your thirties, like you ain't going to fucking give a shit about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like zero fucks given, fuck, fuck the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You just going to do things, you know, to, to please you in that sense. And like, fuck what other people think, you know? And I'm, I'm slowly starting to get into that groove, you know? And I think that, you know, I think it's like a huge thing to just be like able to see things for what they really are, you know, like my eyes, my, my vision was cleared. Like, I feel like a lot of my, I feel like a lot of the things I was going forward in my life or not going forward in my life was all very, you know, it was all very manipulated and like controlled by certain aspects of my life. And I feel like going forward, like I have freedom now to do things the way I want to do them and to go forward and like not care so much about the opinion on others, if that makes any sense. You know, like I was so bound to social media and like when I hit the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, I took an eight month break, eight month break during that pandemic from social media. And when I tell you that was beautiful, I mean, I literally didn't want to come back. Like I just didn't even want to go back on Instagram. Like I literally was just like, damn girl, it's been like eight months. Like maybe you should just not, you know, the only reason I came back is because I wanted to start the podcast and I know how it is. You got to market yourself. I get it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's social media is super important. It's free advertisement, especially in this age now. It's super, it's super important. You know what I'm saying? So I knew I was going to eventually have to come back. But, you know, my page before was just like, you know, if you guys followed me on my social media, like I had a, a pole dancing page mainly. It was like Kimbo underscore pole. And then like I was just super sexy all the time and just like dancing and like, you know, teaching my classes and everything like that. And it's like that became like everything to me and it became all of me. And I was just like, I'm more multifaceted than just that. Like I have more to me than just that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking it at all. You know what I'm saying? I still love pole dancing. I still appreciate everything it's done for me. I do. I really do. Because at the time, like that was one thing I was, I forgot which podcast I was listening to or who I was talking to about this, but it was like, it was like basically like making sure that going forward, you know, you can just pay homage to the things that you had. You know what I'm saying? Like I pay homage to Poe and what it's, it, it, what it's done for me. And like at that time, like I really truly needed it because that's where I was at in my life. You know, I lost my father in 2016. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't have pole, pole dancing and like dancing and teaching and traveling the world and pole dancing all over the world, I literally would have like, I don't even know if I could have handled it. I probably would be in the fucking mental hospital right now, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like it made me a stronger woman. And so... Yeah, the confidence, you know, all that stuff, it, it, it kind of all ties in together, you know? So now going forward, though, it's like, obviously, I mean, like, I'm still going to eventually, like, get back on the pole and do my, you know, do my thing, whatever. I'm just still trying to find, like, a, 
you know, that's not where my focus is now because I know myself, like I'm a person that like, likes to put her foot in lots of different parts of the things. Like I'm, I'm a very like, what is the word? Like I'm, a, I fuck, what is the fucking saying? Like I, I like to just do a lot. Like I, like my brain, I think it's part of my Gemini quality because I'm just like in every different thing. Like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm working here I'm working there you know so like this year 2020 like my my therapist will be happy for me you know but he broke up with me so whatever um because uh, he always told me like you need to fucking focus on one thing like you're doing a lot sis sit the fuck down so like I feel like now it's going to be really good going into 2021 uh I have a full-time job in the cannabis industry you know I'm starting that really soon uh, I have this podcast, like I have a partner that I love. I have a cat son, you know, I have family and friends that are really good in my, that I value and that really look out for me and I look out for them in my life. So like all of that, all of that is so positive and I want to keep that mindset going and let that be authentic and like, let me, let that lift me up in that sense, you know? And I feel like, I feel like it's really good. You know what I'm saying? And like, there was a lot that I felt like I needed to do to please others and to please other people. Otherwise I would be like, Oh, I'm, I'm failing them or whatever. You know, like I'm a person that likes to like make everyone happy. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, but then like, I, I always, oh God, this is going to sound awful, but like growing up, I was that very closed minded, like very selfish, arrogant little girl. And that I didn't, I, I kind of bothered me and I hated knowing that people didn't like me. Like it bothered me. Like, cause I like, and, and it was one of the things like, you know, there's people that just don't like you for no reason. Right. They just don't, just don't fuck with you. Right. And like, for me, it was always my goal to take the, for those people that just didn't fuck with me and change their perspective and make them be like, Oh, she cool. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? And like, but going forward, you know what I'm saying? And like the, the older I get in life, it's like, people are, are just not going to fuck with you that's that's just how it is some people are just not and I don't know whatever it is that you're giving off to that person just it's just that's just not you just can't please them you know what I mean and so I learned to just be like you know what that's fine you don't fuck with me I don't fuck with you we're cool you know what I'm saying we see each other you know what I mean so uh that used to really bother me you know and it's something I'm still dealing with you know don't get me wrong like I'm fucking human so like obviously like especially if I don't do nothing to somebody like if I don't do nothing to you like you know what I'm saying you just hate me for no fucking reason I'd be like Nick what the fuck did I do to you why what the fuck did I do to you you know what I'm saying um that kind of you know I'll be like what the fuck you know but like I said you can't control why they don't fuck with you. It could be, it could just be like you living and living your best life and just existing really fucks with them because they're not doing some, like something about them really irritate, like something about you really irritates them because they're not dealing with what they need to deal with. If that makes sense. Like they're not, they're not focusing in on their own house and dealing with their own issues and they see you being you and living your best life. And that just really fucks with them because they need to do that to themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I try and I try to see things that way now. If I see, if I have somebody, you know, that doesn't like me for some reason. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I am trying to like keep going. And like I said, the more you just get older, the, the less fucks you give. Like, you're just kind of like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like you just go on with your life. You know what I mean? Cause it's not the end of the world. It's really not. So, and, and then my like big hashtag or saying right now is reinventing yourself right because that's kind of what I'm doing with this podcast and who I was as a person like I'm reinventing myself right 
I am Kimbo, but I'm very, I'm more than that. I, I'm like so multifaceted. I have so many talents. You know, I have so much to offer the world. You know what I'm saying? So this is like my platform and this is what I want to do for right now. And I, yeah, I just want to like exude that and give people inspiration to do that as well. So whatever that may be, whatever that may be. So shit, what, what was I even talking about? What, how, damn, I went on this whole tangent. I don't even know what the fuck I was. I was talking about the questions. Oh yeah. So that was that one question. So the next question is, did this year illuminate where your energy was needed most? Did your plans change? Uh, yeah, let's see. So let me repeat that again. Did this year illuminate where your energy was needed most? Did your plans change? Yeah, I mean, like, it was one of those things where I felt like, I feel like God was trying to kind of steer me towards this path I'm on now, but it wasn't, I wasn't going to see it if it wasn't for this pandemic happening, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like, like where I wanted my, like, I'll be honest with you. Like I didn't have major plans in 2020. Like I was just going to keep doing the same bullshit that I was doing. Like I was just going to keep pole dancing, teaching pole and doing the gig life, working my million jobs, you know, trying to find some acting gigs, voiceover gigs, you know, da, 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 kind of being all over the place. Um, and like, I've done that now for like, shit, seven, seven plus seven years. No, it's been like, yeah, like five, seven, six, seven years, whatever. It's been a long time. It's been a long, five years, six years, whatever. It's been a long motherfucking time living this kind of lifestyle that I'm living. Right. And at, at the end of the day, it's like, are you happy? Am I fulfilled? Am I truly fulfilled? Am I truly fulfilled in my life? And I wasn't, you know, like I really wasn't. And so I had to reassess. I had to really think about like, okay, you know, like why don't I feel fulfilled? What is it in my life that I need to kind of like put focus on, change my energy, change my priorities, change the focus, you know? And even it was hard. It's still hard. You know, I'm a very, I'm again, Taurus, don't like change. Don't like to, re- you know, don't like it. I fucking hate it, you know? But I think it was good. I think it was so needed. And the fact that I like manifested this in my life now, like I'm super blessed, super blessed, you know? And like I manifested, like I was like wanting to maybe get into the cannabis industry because I really was enjoying it and learning so much really good stuff. We went to, we went to Denver this year and it was like, this is dope. Like I'm loving everything that, that cannabis is, you know, helping people with and anxiety and this and that. It's just like, it's great. You know, like I want to learn more and this, and this industry is booming now. So the opportunities are just endless and I have so many other people in my life. And the thing is like, I know, you know, when your life aligns in the right area, when slowly, but surely people just kind of start to gravitate towards you and that just things are just kind of thrown at you opportunities, things, you know, it's just kind of like all aligning, if that makes any sense. And like I said, I don't know if I said this in the past other um, podcast, but I've had other people, I've had people in my past in my life come back to me and like, re- like just like reach out to me again. And it's been so lovely to like talk and like um, catch up with people and just like, I mean, I mean, it's been years, like it's been years, like, and I'm super excited about this, the guests that are coming this year, guys. I have some phenomenal guests coming. I'm really excited. Like I have so many topics that I want to, you know, dive into this year. Um, And it just gets me really excited. You know, I have really beautiful people that are coming on to share their knowledge, their wisdom, their stories. And that's all I want to do is just like create good content that makes people think and that is real and authentic. You know what I mean? 
And so that's kind of, that's what I'm doing. And like, I don't even care. Like, I, this is just like, I don't expect, you know, I do, but then I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want obviously this platform to do the best it can, but it's like at the same time, I want it to stay authentic to who I am as a person. And I feel like the Kimbo before the pandemic, I couldn't necessarily, I don't think I had the freedom in my mind to do this now because of what I was going through before, if that makes any sense. You know, so yeah, my plans did change, but they changed in a good way, I think. I really think they changed in a good way. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's the answer. Um, let's see, let me move on. Um, let's see. I guess, yeah, I'm gonna, you know what? One thing that I really don't like to do, even though one day is my, it's my goal to like write a book one day, but um, I hate writing. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that's gonna happen. Uh, I, I do. I just, I'm not a journal. I'm not a journaler, journaler. I don't like to journal. I don't like to write shit down. Like, I mean, I do like to write notes down, but like when it comes to like, I'd rather talk, I'd rather talk it out or dance or like, I'm a very like visual and like, I like to work with my hands type person. So sitting down and writing a book or sitting down, like and writing my, my thoughts out and things like that. Oh, it's like homework. I don't like it. So I need to do more of that. I, I want to try to be more mindful of like manifestation and like writing down things because I, I do think there's there's something to it. I do think there's something to writing, physically writing down things down and seeing it on a piece of paper and or seeing your goals listed out and then you trying to actively achieve those every day, you know? So I do think that's a thing. So I need to try to work better on that. So that's kind of what I'm going to try to work on this year. Let's see if I can do it. So yeah, I think that was it, guys. I think that was the last question. Um, uh, and then th- that was just me, yeah. Me, that was just me, like, writing down my thoughts. Uh, yeah, so yeah, looking back at this year, it really did make me change my pri- priorities and, like, and it was it was super needed. It really was. Um, so yeah, guys, if you guys, uh, you, these are good answers. I mean, these are good questions. Like, shout again, shout out to the friend zone. This is what Fran wrote down to answer us, and I wanted to just answer it on my podcast um, and talk and see if you guys also wanted to answer them for yourself. You know, just kind of get you thinking. Um, and honestly, there was a lot of good that happened this year. So if you want to be, you know, if you can try to look at the positive, you know. I think that's super important. I think that'll kind of like, I think that also will make you kind of like exude that in the universe and kind of like manifesting, manifesting positivity as well. Cause I feel like the more you're like, the more you're just so honed in, honed in on the heaviness and the, and the darkness and the negativity in the world, I feel like you're also going to manifest that. Right. And you're going to bring it into your world and you're going to bring it into your life. So, and I'm not saying to ignore, like there are people that are super passive aggressive, which is like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm, you know, life is great. And then like, you're like literally homeless, like obviously be mindful, like be cognizant of what's happening in your life and fix it. But it's just so much easier to be negative than positive right now, especially with the climate of everything that's going on. Um, and I know 2021 people have a lot of hope for a new year. Um, but again, we have to be realistic. (laughs) This pandemic, we're still in it. You know, this um, shout out to the re. They call it a pan, pan, panorama panorama. So if it cracks me up, shout out to the read. I love that podcast. You know, they're the OG. Um, yeah. So I, I want to stress people that we are still not out of the out of the you know, we're not out of the dark now yet. We are not. So there's still a lot of work we got to do. But I think that there's a lot of positivity, though. I think there's a lot of good that happened this year. And if we focus in on that, 
like I feel like 2021 will be amazing and we can we can manifest good in 2021 whatever your goals are whatever your goals may be you know what I'm saying and I feel like the more and the more I live my life the more simple things make like the, the simple things make me the happiest right looking at my cat and just seeing how cute he is or just spending time with my partner my family my friends like and then that's the thing. It's like, because like the pandemic has like forced us to kind of stay away from our family, like our friends and everything like that. It's made the times that we spent with our family and friends, like all the more special, even like zoom calls or like a FaceTime or like a text or a call, phone call, even that feels more special now. Right. Cause it's like, it feels like it's a rarity that we don't give ourselves anymore because the life before was super on the go. Boom, boom, boom. We got to do this. We got to do that. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Um, in this climate of COVID, like we've forced ourselves to sit down, relax, chill, think, reassess, reinvent, you know, and it, it forced us to kind of be like, okay, you know, like we, and, and, and also just appreciate things more, right? Like appreciate your loved ones, appreciate your family, appreciate your body, appreciate yourself, you know, like one thing that I definitely want to do better about this year is eating well and exercising, you know, like that's one thing that did a negative, you know what I mean? So like I was super active as a pole dancer, like super active, you know? I was always in the pole working out, you know what I'm saying? But since that's that stopped or I don't pole dance like that anymore, it's like my body is changing and I'm getting older. So it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? There's like, I gotta like work on figuring that out, you know? And, you know, we got a bike, we got like a echelon bike. So I've been doing the bike thing and that's a low impact it's like, Lord, the fucking ghetto, when you get older, the, my knees, the joints be hurting. So low impact workouts are great for your girl. Cause, and also all the dancing on my knees. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to the office. Oh my God. The office just left Netflix guys. And I'm torn. I'm fucking torn. I'm going to have to fucking sign up for Peacock. Cause I love the office so much. So shout out to the office. Shout out to office ladies podcast which is a great podcast if you're obsessed with The Office like me. Um, it's by, it's by uh, Jenny, uh, oh my God, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. They played um, Pam and Angela on the show and they are best friends in real life and they have a show called Office Ladies. It is a podcast where they break down each episode of The Office and it is lovely. It is super cute. They're adorable. I enjoy the, listening to the behind the scenes of the episodes. They're really, really great. So if you guys do like that, uh, the office, check it out. I want a petition for my Martin stands for people that love the show. Martin, come on. I know you're out there. I want Gina waters and Pamela James to get together and do a podcast on Martin. How good that would that be? Right? Cause Tisha Campbell Martin and Tashina Arnold are best friends in real life as well. And they were on the show. Martin, <gasps> God, that'd be so good because I love Martin so much. The only thing that's gonna be shady is that when there was that whole tension between uh, Tisha Campbell Martin or Tisha Campbell, I think she got rid of the Martin because she divorced her husband uh, and Martin Lawrence. They had this like tension on the show. I think it was like season four, I believe. Um, and they stopped filming together because I guess Martin was getting a little handsy and getting a little too frisky um, and she wasn't comfortable. So that's going to be a little awkward if they get on the show and they start talking about that. But I would stand. I would stand so hard. I told my partner about this. He's like, girl, 
give it up. They're not going to do it. I was like, but, but it would be so good. He's like, give it up. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do a podcast about the Martin show. Just give it up. And I was like, fine. But how good would that be? Right. Right. Anyways, sorry. I, you know, I, Hey, I can, you know, I can dream. I can only dream because when I tell you I love Martin, you guys fully expect a Martin Stan episode of Kimboology podcast coming out soon. I will have a whole episode or maybe several episodes standing Martin, Martin, the show Martin. I will be fully doing that. So just keep that in mind. It's going to happen because your girl loves the show Martin. So yeah, if you don't like Martin, get on it, get on it. Anyways. What was I even talking about? Jesus Christ. When I'm on, when I have a podcast episode without a guest, I just start fucking going on a rant on a tangent. So I apologize to you guys are just like Kim, get, get it together. Um, but yeah. So anyways, I talked enough. Yeah. Again, I really want to, I was, thank you guys. So and first of all, thank you guys so, so, so fucking much for like listening to any episode. Oh, the giveaway. So a lot of y'all are like, what? I know I was asking a lot for the giveaway. Um, I'm just going to like probably just, you know, choose somebody, one of somebody like that. I really feel like some people have reached out to me that they are really actual fans of my show, the podcast. And I know the ones that actually listen and that actually really support me. I might just choose one of y'all for the giveaway. Um, but if you guys do want to get, I'm telling you guys, I'm giving out like, a sexy sustainability lamp, a custom lamp that I made. I'm giving out Kate Somerville products. Kate Somerville is a high-end luxury skin line, skin skincare line. Um, not this is not sponsored by them, but I do have products that I stand for that I purchase for my own personal collection, and I'm giving that away. And I'm giving out TGIN, which is another company that I stand for as well, that I'm sure I'll be doing some work with in the future. I, I, I'm a brand ambassador for them. So they, they didn't sponsor this again, but I did. I'm giving out products from my personal collection to a listener and giving out Kimbology swag. Your girl's got cute stuff. I'm going to ship it to whoever. So what can I say? Um, so yeah, go on my Instagram page or tweet me. Uh, I'm going to post another post, uh, look for that in this coming week. And I might just like choose somebody randomly, honestly, just like comment down on the comment on the picture. And then, yeah, I'll just choose somebody. Cause honestly, I want to give it away. Like you guys don't want this shit. Like I know giveaways are like the ghetto. Like I do all the, you guys, if there's a chance you can win free shit, why the fuck not? You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck not? Um, but whenever like I see people post this shit, like, if they're like, if it's like a lot of work, I'm like, eh. so I was asking for a lot, I think. Um, so yeah, but I want to give away something. Like I want to give you guys some free shit. So, um, yeah. So, do, uh, keep a lookout on my Instagram page or like I already posted, um, on my Instagram page, there was a, you know, obviously you'll see it on my Instagram page. It says giveaway huge. And I give you guys kind of like instructions on how to win. But again, I might just go on there randomly and just choose somebody. Um, because honestly, I know I know who really listens and I know who just like is just fucking listening just or just like following me just to follow me, whatever, but they don't really listen to the show. And I want to give somebody that actually supports me a chance. Like cause honestly, like I want and I want to keep doing this stuff. I want to keep giving away things. That is my total plan, is to just keep giving away things and um supporting you guys because you guys support me. So that's the kind of like relationship I want to give you, I want to have here. So Closing of the show, um, again, this is an episode that's just like a recap for the year. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to call this. It's just one of those episodes that I want to just kind of talk about the year 
and just kind of give positivity out and just show you guys how much I appreciate you guys listening. So here's the quote of the day. The quote of the day is, live as if you were to die tomorrow, learn as if you were to live forever. And that is by Gandhi. Gandhi. So that's the quote of the day, guys. So yeah, that is it. That is it, guys. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you guys haven't already left a comment and rated me on Apple Podcasts, please do so. I really appreciate that. Um, That's going to help me so much when it comes to sponsorship and listeners and getting my audience. I just saw that I am on, there's an app called Good Pods. Uh, One of, um, shout out to one of Ricky's cousins, Mimi. She listens to Good Pods and, or the app. And she said that my, and then my podcast is on there. So I was like, yay, Um, another platform you can listen to Kimboology on. And shout out to you guys out there in the world. I saw the stats. I looked at the stats today and I have been listened to from 34 countries, 34 fucking countries. Let's see if I can name off some of the countries that I saw. I was like, really y'all y'all be fucking with me like that. Okay. Yeah. So I was counting the countries that I've been downloaded in and, um, it's pretty lit. It's like, I mean, Argentina, Australia, United Kingdom, Spain, uh, let's see, Chile, Netherlands, Russia, Romania, Kenya, Finland, Thailand, Cambodia, Senegal, shout out to Senegal, uh, Philippines, Peru, yeah, New Zealand, Norway, Japan, China, Switzerland, Belgium. I was like, fuck yeah, so fucking amazing. So keep it up, guys. All my international listeners, I love you guys. You guys are the shiznai. Um, Yeah, and keep a lookout for merch. I'm going to be making some more cool merch coming up. I need to revamp my website, make it look cute, take cute photos, um, do that whole professional thing. Um, so keep a lookout for that. I want to try to get some tea. I'm working with a company to get some t-shirts made, things like that. Um, but I have fun. I have like pins, I have buttons, I have patches, I have all fun stickers and things like that. Um, which is all cute, but I want to like give more of that stuff away for free, but yeah, keep a lookout for more merch. It's coming too. I'm working on that. I'm designing all the merch myself because your girl's super talented like that. So yeah, I have really good plans for this year guys. Um, so stick with me, stick by me this year and I'm hoping to have an amazing year with you guys. So yeah, that's it. Thanks again guys for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (coughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.